Welcome back, people. We are on lap 11 of the Bill J podcast. Uh, we're going to go over Coda today. We got reactions. We got hot takes. We got what else we got, Nick? We got driver of the day, Mazepin of the day, and we got some questions from the village. So let's just get right into it. Um, right from the or first of all, we want to uh, want to make sure everyone uh, remembers to follow us on Instagram and like all our stuff on Spotify, on all the podcast stuff. Remember to follow, email us all your questions at thevillageA.pod at gmail.com. Remember to do all that stuff. It really helps us out. But let's just get right into Coda. First reactions. The first corner. <laughs> yeah. And then Russell's radio call. All right, dude. I mean, one boom, boom, right away. I'm fired up to for this for this race. I mean, took one corner and I'm ready to go, ready to fight George. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better start, really. I was just like, at that point, I was like, well, this is about to be fucking a waste of two hours of watching Max Verstappen just drive away from the world. Dude, that's what I thought, too, honestly. Uh, I was excited after the, I was excited for the first corner. I mean, it was uh, great. Like, I mean, it just fired me up that Russell was crying again. And I th- and, Mer- and Mercedes was in the lead, too. I thought we were going to actually have a pretty decent race. But it, it turned out to be it turned out more my way, I think. Uh that was a fucking awesome race. Yeah, no, it, it was a good race. Um, I mean, we saw a lot from a lot of drivers. And like uh, uh, Martin said, you know, at this point in the season when the driver's championship's already decided and pretty it's much just decided, for- yeah. Uh, it's gloves off. Seriously, uh, I mean, Ferrari, Ferrari needed 19 points to – <laughs> to keep this constructors championship going another another race so it was pretty much out and especially with leclerc's penalty going to 12th and after the first corner it was really fucking out so they red bull pretty much won the constructors on the first corner um but dude i mean it was competitive though the whole the horse what you're saying is completely right all the drivers were there's different storylines from all over the track and i mean to uh leclerc's credit even with the penalty he still got on the podium Dude, he was after I think fifteen laps. He was P two. Yeah, um, he was Ferrari. Dude, that, I mean, that with the new power unit, that thing was fucking moving. It definitely Ferrari looks. Did. It looks faster. I mean, it it looked like the the car today, but starting P twelve, he couldn't do it. Um, dude, I mean, after like fifteen laps, that's kind of when it really started getting good, though. When Botas, I think, crashed. I think that's really when the race kind of started kicking off. I think that was lap eighteen. Um, and we got that first yellow flag and all the pit, the pit stuff kind of started there. Like, I think Charles got a cheap pit stop on Max. Max just missed the yeah. pit window. Max, or Charles made up a lot of places. Yeah, um, I mean, he got like a, he got, is, he was the first one to get that cheap pit stop, I think. And everyone followed him in. So he was, he got the best benefit out of all of it. They, they started pitting about lap 13 because the tires were digging faster than they thought they were going to. Oh yeah. It was fucking, it was hot in Texas. They were on, they're on hards to start the race, right? Uh no, everyone was on the mediums. They're on mediums, okay. And they switched to hards and then went back, I think, to mediums on the last the last yeah. pit. I think the top ten were all on mediums. I'd yeah. have to double. But yeah, that's really that's right when it I mean, yeah, you're right. Lap 13 is when it, the pit window opened. But it was it was getting good out there. But that does remind me real quick, uh, when Bodos went out. Did you hear them say that they have new recovery rules after all the shit show in Suzuka? Oh yeah, thank God. I know. I mean, so I'll I'll spell it out to for everyone. In Suzuka, it was 
probably the scariest thing I've seen on a Formula One track. And the drivers were pissed. So the new rules for every team and every driver must be told that a recovery vehicle is on track before the recovery vehicle goes on track. And they will not use a recovery vehicle in any kind of like rainy conditions like they did. But it was so funny because right after Martin Brundle's telling us these new rules, there's a tractor on the track and cars were passing it. Boom, boom, boom. And he was like, uh, I guess the, I guess it's with uh, with the weather. I, that must not be with weather conditions. So it was, it was pretty funny. He was kind of contradicting himself. But I'm glad to see there are new rules for no one dying out there getting like hit yeah. by a tractor. I mean, it was uh, pretty clear. But uh, they did actually, they heard the radio call of where it said Re- recovery vehicle on track turn 14. It said, oh, now the teams are obligated to push that information through. Yep. So that's good. FIA is going the right steps. They kicked one of their directors out, and now they're making new rules. So we're going somewhere with the FIA. Good job, guys. Um, yeah. But, dude. Yeah, pretty emphasized. Sorry. If, for those of you who didn't catch us on our formation lap, on Saturday, Eduardo Fritas, Papas Fritas, has been kicked to the curb. Yeah, he's gone. So we only got one race director right now. So that's for the better. One guy making all the decisions. That's what we wanted. We wanted Michael Massey back, honestly, the both of us. But we're not – that's hopefully <laughs> dude he might come back honestly this guy's been so shitty we might get michael back so that's still that's not a pipe dream honestly i don't think i just miss toto and him fighting on the radio i do that's honestly that's one thing i do miss that they stopped allowing um like team directors team. and team principals to argue stuff over the ra- over the team radio that was fun <laughs> of the, some of the best content we got michael did you check your email no i'm watching the race <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. I mean, you, you can't ask for anything better. We just get it's like perfect one liners, great memes, fantastic. And the but, fact that Michael didn't shit, dude, it was so funny. Um, <laughs> but honestly, dude, back to the race, I it was right here, right at like lap 22. I texted you my hot take of the my hot take of the race that Lewis was going to win it. Lap 22, I had I had a strength, I had a great feeling for Lewis. I mean, he was looking strong. I think he took the lead right after, um, Take a bet. I didn't bet this week. Actually, I was too scared. Gentleman's bet. Um, I think did we have? A, yeah, we did have a gentleman's bet. Yeah, I bet it on Max, and you bet it on Lewis. Yep. I mean, so we'll, I- we'll keep we'll keep we'll let we'll keep letting the people yeah. we'll keep going through the race and let them know what, exactly what happened. But I was feeling uh-huh. myself after twenty laps, dude. Lewis was looking strong, and then we had a huge crash from Fernando and uh, was it Lance Stroll? Lance Stroll. Fernando went uh, airborne. Yeah, who says F1 cars can't wheelie, bro? <laughs> Dude, he put that thing on the back bumper like it was a dragster. <laughs> Dude, it was great. It, I honestly am shocked it didn't take off and like f- do a flip like a Mercedes GTM car at Le Mans. I mean, we've seen him flip upside down in the past. I do. I was, sh- and that was a fat. That was a fast crash, high speed, and I was, I was shocked. It must, it might be Miracle. the ground effects. It might be the ground effect car pulling it down because that I was shocked it didn't fly. The miracle of the whole thing was that he didn't hit the corner of the barrier where it went to the service road. Oh uh, yeah, honestly, there's a lot of dude, the biggest miracle of all of it is that his fucking car was still on track after that. He went back to the pits. <laughs> Lance was done. Lance's car was in shambles. It was in a hundred that it was a hundred pieces all over the track. They should have red flagged it just to get debris off the track. But Fernando limped that motherfucker back to the pits. They changed everything, bro. I didn't know that you could even change some parts that they were able to. I mean, I can't believe you didn't break suspension, 
like engine mat like it was crazy that he got back on track and classic fernando baby he he proved he was a world champion he put his head down and he shut the fuck up and just drove crazy stuff honestly that was incredible and i wanted to bring that up is that the difference between him and like a george russell yep he made a, he made the mistake he even acknowledged that see I don't think he did make the mistake, though. We'll get into that, but keep going with your George Russell point. I want to hear more okay. shit about it. Fernando says, I moved over. That He almost hinted like that was on me. Yeah. And then he didn't say another word the rest of the race. On, he back, didn't. They band-aided the car. I don't know what they used. Duct tape. Yeah, dude, they super glued that shit back together. But duct tape, yeah. And he shut the fuck up and he got the job done. We'll announce the results at the end, but it was surprising. Oh my gosh. So good from Fernando. He, he had a lot of passes at the end of the race. So that was fantastic out of him. We had another great battle with Leclerc and Checo um, back and forth. Like it was around like lap 30 ish, like still halfway through the race. These guys were like P five and they were, it was battles all around the track like this for pretty much the whole race. They were back and forth. So we had Charles and Checo. They had the double, the back-to-back passes, and then Charles did the switcheroo thing that Martin loves to, loves to say. The old switcheroo. Martin <laughs> loves it. And so we were getting that. And then I think what was it when shit got crazy? I think lap 35 is when the second pit window opened. Was that it? Yes, and sir. Who's the first to pit? Was it Max? They pulled Max. Yeah, Ma- I think they told Max to pit. As it was the first pit window. I mean, he was leading the race by what twelve seconds. I mean, it wasn't twelve. It was leading the race by quite a bit, though. We all thought uh-huh. we all thought it was his race, and an eleven-second pit stop from Red Bull. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got that wrong. They pulled Lewis in first. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they pulled him. So they wanted to undercut. They wanted to do the un- whole undercut. Yep. Lewis and, so put he him was, on the hard. Yep. Which we'll talk about later with their decision to put him on the hards. Yeah. And then they sent him out. So yeah, 11. they sent Lewis out in a great. They put him out in a great window where he had a ton of open air, a ton of open track oh, to actually put. It was how you design the undercut. A hundred percent. They did it. They Mercedes did it really good. They had a good strategy this week. That but, was twenty twenty Mercedes strategy. Definitely, but Red Bull had a Ferrari strategy. It seemed like today, they had an eleven second pit stop for Max Verstappen, which I don't think we've seen all year from Red Bull. Red Bull is usually one of the best. Red Bull is usually one of the most disciplined. Uh, teams and pit window and pit st- pit stops. You know, I record here at a two point one for this year, dude. They had a two point one with Checo in this race. I, I almost saying. wrote it down in my notes. I almost wrote it down in my notes. Like, wow, that was a fast pit. I think it was in the first pit window. I literally, I was like, wow, that one was fucking good. And then in eleven second to Todd to finish off the race, right when it mattered it, too. Just, I wanted to throw this little tidbit out there. I don't know if anybody noticed this because nobody was paying attention to him because they weren't really doing anything. But McLaren had a 2.2 double stack. Really? I honestly yes. didn't even see that. Nobody nobody paid attention to it. Wow. Like, double <laughs> stack, too. Wow. It was a 2.2 and a 2.3 on Norris and Ricardo. I mean, that's, now, it, was, it was a soft stack. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking good, though. I mean, that's as good as it gets. 2.2, 2.3 for a double stack. That's as good as it gets, so... Hey, our boys are—they're working up for next year. That's what we want to see. That's what we love to see. Now they just figure that car out and fucking—I guess—find a find a better figure. driver. Yeah, hopefully we got a better driver for next year to to be Lando's like Batman to Robin. I don't know. 
fucking wingman. It's co-pilot. We know who it is going to be, but I have a hot take on who it should be. Who's Who should it be? Valtteri Botas. That would be fucking sick. I would love that, actually. That would be... I, I would probably just jizz. Dude, you would. You'd be the South Park meme of just fucking come everywhere all over the walls. You'd be the South Park meme, 100%. Oh, my gosh. But, dude, they're just going for rookies. They want... They're like... They're like a genu- like a regular sports team. I think Zach Brown is treating it like a sports team and just going for draft picks basically right now. He's drafting the best of the best, Lando, and who is it, DeVries? DeVries. I mean, those. I mean, you, you're looking pretty good for the fucking future right there, Zach Brown. You're feeling you're feeling yourself right now. But yeah, but I think old the uh, old war horse to kind of counter. Be so good. It'd be so order. good. You know, um, you dude. Speaking to- of speaking of an old war horse. Right when, right when we got uh, that 11-second pit stop from Max, we had a fucking race after that. You know who was in the lead after that, Nick? A war horse? Vettel, but he hadn't been. He was out long. We oh, knew he dude, wasn't. He was, against- he, well, let me, let me explain something for the people here. Seb, he led for two laps, which honestly is all that guy needed because I don't know if any, a ton of people caught it, I'm sure, but that guy is going to finish his career with 3,501 laps led in formula one he was he was stuck at 3499 laps led in formula one for for this whole fucking season this whole season and comes out of the comes out of the weeds at coda leads two laps after max Verstappen fuck up just to get that 35 that's just cool shit i love that i think i think there, there, there had to have been a conversation on the austin aston martin uh pit wall oh um, yeah we should pit him now. No, no, no. Leave him out. Leave it. Leave it. Please just leave it. Seb, Seb probably wouldn't have listened. He was like, no, fuck that. I'm staying, guys. Like, you, you got to be kidding me. Where did he pit? Where did he come out? Oh, he came out at like, I think, seventh, P7, P7, around there. DRS. Yeah, because he, he had a pretty bad pit stop, too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so that, that made me real sad when he came in. Because he was going to come out like P3 and actually have a fight for a podium, which would have been absolutely insane but yeah they they fucked up his pick classic aston martin style but he still put his head down like a world champion should and he finished the race off strong as well honestly um, it would have been a great race for aston martin had he had lance stroll not decided to disassemble his uh, aston martin on the <laughs> dude there's a lot of disassembly going on there <laughs> they're not gonna have they're gonna have a tough time putting that back together it's not it's not like legos man there's not a direction set for that one didn't we pull, talk about on the formation lab who holds the most uh, money and damages this season? We should run through that again. Oh, I don't know if we actually talked about that, but it's Mick Schumacher. <laughs> Mick Schumacher is 5 million euros in damage this season. And I think Nicholas Latifi is second to last in le- with like 4.7 million. So does that mean that actually that Mick Schumacher is the uh, destructor champion of 2022? Well, we're not quite done yet. We got what? Two races left, buddy. I mean, we got some heavy race. We got a race with walls coming up, too. We got some more damage coming up. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, but we had, what, like 15 laps left in this race, and Hamilton takes the fucking lead again. Dude, I I think it was lap 40, 41-ish when he took the lead past Seb while he was in the pits, and he was looking really fucking good at this point. Like 15 yeah. laps. On the hard tire, yeah. I think you want to talk more about the hard tire decision, right? Well, meanwhile, uh, Charles comes out ahead of Max. Yes, dude. Yeah, Max <laughs> got he, put in 
Mac got put in a shitty spot, bro. He he had to pass some <laughs> he had to pass some guys to get back to the front. One of them being Charles. <laughs> yeah. And so I mean, dude, the, the, the top five between the battle between the top five in the last fifteen laps was fucking nuts. There's thirteen world championships between everyone, just in the top five. And I mean, dude, it was it was a great final ten laps. Yeah, you see why I called you in such a fucking panic. Oh yeah. <laughs> dude yeah you will yeah so for the people why nick panic he lost his fucking stream with what 10 laps to go yeah 10 laps ago this guy's stream just goes black calls me pan <laughs> like he texts me texts me twice texts me i'm like three times I'm like oh shit what's going on call me call me i'm like all right this is like serious in the middle of like must not must not be about the race i call him back <laughs> stream stream crash that's just as about as serious as it can get i thought <laughs> i mean it could have been anything but that's about as serious as it gets i need to Rush me a password. <laughs> but I got it too. When did you get the stream back? What lap? Uh, it, 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 I already missed about a lap and a half. So oh, that's, you were, that's you were pretty close. Let's go. That's what we like to hear. That was a Village A quality uh, emergency pit stop. That was, te- that was a teammate pit stop right there. It was not like <laughs> Red Bull today. We, we killed it. That was a McLaren pit stop. Hell yeah. Um, dude, 10 laps. Yeah, with 10 laps left. Oh, also I want to bring it with like 10 laps to go. That's when Lando started driving like a world champion, honestly. He put his head down. He had three passes in the last 10 laps that were awesome. And he had a he had a great quote over the team. I don't know if you caught this one. He said, he said, wherever them were. No, I don't think he actually said over the team radio. I think Martin Brundle said this. My bad. Martin Brundle said this. He said, this is how Lando's got to think right now. Wherever this guy's breaking, I'm going to break later and figure out what happens after that. And, and that's where I texted you because I saw that overtake on Yuki Sonoda. It was fantastic. It was a, that and, a, and another one, the next lap. I can't remember who passed the next lap, but it was. And that's when I was like, wow. I wrote it down. I was like, I, that's what this kid needs to be a fucking champion. I just that mentality try. all the time. So that was that was awesome. I love seeing Lando up there. He finished real strong, too. Um, But with fucking like six laps to go, Max fucking caught lewis i mean he was down p6 ish and max put his head down and proved why he was and is the world champion pass lose like six laps to go and after that it was just kind of comical what was happening (laughs) don't you agree with the black flags the guys both guys going off dude lewis lewis on the team radio every single corner he's off he's off turn 12 he's off turn 14 dude it was it was comical. I mean, Lewis was so focused on Max's car. He was going off at that point. So Max, he was complaining about Max getting going off the track black for hoping for a five second penalty, which was honestly a pretty good strategy at that point. But he was so focused on Max. Max gets a black and white flag, three warnings. He was so focused on him that he was going off in the same corners and stuff. So he gets a black and flag warning like one lap later. So they're both on their last warning. And that was just, it was just comedy at that point. We all kind of knew. We all kind of knew Max was going to win it, but man, what, what a way to finish that race. And I think that was, I think that was Max's 13th win of the year. It was Jesus. That's tied. Is that tied for most of all time? No, no, that's, that's tied with, that's tied with Michael Schumacher for most all time for a season. So he's 33 wins total, which is his old number. Right. And also, crazy. is more than any other American driver combined in F1. 
Really? Yeah. That's sad. Mario couldn't <laughs> Mario couldn't have 33. How many did Mario have? Probably like not Yeah, not that many. He probably he had like 7 in his world championship season, so probably not that many. Yeah, cuz back then they had like eight races. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, do you want to go over the full uh finishing finishing grid? I yeah. guess we'll go through we'll go through the really the ones that matter. I mean, people don't really give a shit about fucking the bottom people except for a couple big names. But so Yuki. yeah, you like Yuki, of course, our guy. So P1, <laughs> Verstappen, obviously. P2 is Hamilton. Great race. P3, Leclerc. I think another classic Ferrari race. I mean, he was backdooring it, I think. He kind of backdoor top fived it. Uh, he looked good. That car was fast, but nothing special. Strategy was great. Yeah, strategy. They finally, they looked good. Um, P5, George Russell. That motherfucker. Surprising a little him, too, overcoming that penalty. Yep, and fastest lap. Mercedes was dialed, honestly. Yeah, dude, they, I mean, I think they're going to get a win by the end of the season. I think, I think Lewis will win it in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I can see that. He's, he's I, think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to put some, some cashola on that one. Um, Lando Norris, P6. Let's fucking go. That's where we wanted, honestly. That's what we were hoping for in qualifying. He what lost a lot of, yeah, that's where he started. He lost a lot of spots on the start. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. The start was, start was crazy. Um, Seb, our guy, finished P7. So that's freaking cool. Uh, in the points, and then another guy in the points, Haas K Mag was in the points P eight. Let's go. Uh, Yuki P nine. Um, Ocon P ten. That rounds out the points. Um, some notable names in the bottom half: Fernando P fifteen. Honestly, it's not as good as I thought after his crash. I thought it was a little bit better, but regardless, yeah. he finished, which is fucking cool. <laughs> uh, finished on the the lead lap too, so he wasn't like lapped or anything. So that's even better. Daniel Ricardo P16. Jesus guy. What are we going to do with him, bro? Uh put him in the Sky Sports F1. I think that's honestly I think yeah, I think is what we should do. <laughs> He's he'd be a great commentator. I just opened my Instagram and I have breaking news. Uh-huh. Fernando Alonso was charged with a 30-second penalty. For his car being released on track in an unsafe condition. So they is, duct taped that shit back together. Is that why he's P15, 14, yeah, 15? I think be- so. It must be because ESPN must have updated that. Because he was, was better. When I was there's when I looked at P15, I was like, what? I was like, man, we're gonna yeah. sound stupid right now. We're gonna sound stupid, bro. <laughs> so let me let me look 30 seconds ahead of where he was. Uh that would be P. Yeah, because didn't he overtake K? Yeah, it would have been P6 or 7, right above K Mag. Yeah, so we were, yeah, so he he had a great fucking drive. Uh, They just duct taped They just literally duct taped it back together and said, go, 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 you're safe, you're suspended. And it was not safe to drive, apparently, which I, I didn't even notice when it was when he was back on track. It seemed fine, but that's, that that's pretty funny. Yeah, he is, I mean, <laughs> shit was falling <laughs> off. <laughs> Fine, fine. (laughs) But so yeah, that's some breaking news that I didn't even see. I think that was like 15 hours ago. But damn it, P15 for Fernando. That's a shame. Um, but those are really those are really the only notable names. That's but what a what a race for the U.S. Man. Um, you want to do driver of the day and Mazepin of the day? Yeah. 
you know what yours are? Do you need time to think? I need time to think. All right, good. Because I have mine ready for you, people. What is it? My driver of the day is a combination of Seb and Fernando. Double driver of the day. Yeah, so double driver of the day. But those guys, they just they had the same mentality. I thought they both proved that they were world champions today. After a shitty situation, Fernando's crash and Seb's poor pit stop after he was leading, they both just put their heads down and started making passes after that. They and it was they just proved to me like, yep, that's why they're who they are, which is fucking cool to see in their later years, which is awesome. My Mazepin of the day is going to be the Red Bull pit crew. Even though Max bailed him out because he's Max and that car's insane, that that was. The, I mean, they are usually the best pit crew and they choked in the worst position. Like that's, I mean, it, that was probably the worst time for them to choke. And I thought it was going to cost them the race, but so that's, those are my Mazepin and drivers of the day, drivers of the day. I think Seb got the actual driver of the day, didn't he? Yeah. He got voted. Did mm-hmm. you vote? Did you vote for him? Uh, no, because that was all going on when the stream crashed and I was just focused on getting my stream back up. Fair enough. Uh, so I'm going to do a double driver of the day to counter yours. Love it. Uh, my driver of the day is Fernando Alonso okay. and Lewis Hamilton. Ooh, I like it. Just because, just because we all saw. Keep talking. I gotta let my dog out real quick. She's whining. Keep talking okay. to the people. <laughs> you to be here for my Mazepin of the day. All right. All right. Well, keep explaining your driver of the day. Then why? Why Fernando? What do I have to explain about Fernando? Everyone knows about Fernando. Anyone who watched the race knows Fernando is sick. All right, Sean just left. No, I'm back. Uh, We're good. We're good. I'm right here. We're fine. <laughs> All right, who is your Mazepin of the day? This is I'm excited to hear. Fernando. Wait, what? what? Did I hear that right or did I just like run back and I'm like a little dizzy? So Fernando. All right. All right. Explain, your, explain yourself, <laughs> sir. Well, he moved over on Lance Stroll and fucking took him out of the race. And then okay. they duct tape his car back together. It's in an unsafe position. He's got shit falling off of it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I, all right, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, you know, even though the drive was fucking sick, yeah. mistakes were no mistakes. Mistakes, mistakes were awesome. made. <laughs> no mistakes go unpunished on the Village A podcast. You're damn right. We notice everything. And we'll call it out. Even if it's us, we'll call ourselves out. Absolutely, I like that. Those are those are that's a solid segment right there. Um, dude, I gotta just a. Uh, did you know that there's been 212 fucking versions of the Subaru WRX? Bro, versions of it, bro. There's been two 212 over the years. I mean, I think it's probably one of the longest lasting continued made sports cars. I know, but like all the different versions, like every like every year, there's a new one, and then there's a new version of this, and a new version of that next one, like in a special date. Like, two hundred and twelve is a lot, bro. Yeah, that sounds it sounds right though. I know it, it was just kind of funny. When did it start? Nineteen eighty three with the Legacy RS. Uh, no, I don't think they counted that one. I think it was, I think it was when the it was the Impreza. Yeah, like, but there was. Like, like not like ninety nine ish probably. There's a blurred line in between those chassis. No, because yeah. 90, 91 was when you had your two two Bs and 
That's, I don't think those can, I don't think they honestly counted those in because I, well, I heard this on, I was watching the new Grand Tour. I don't know if you, and I'm sure the people that oh, listen to I, this, no spoilers. No spoilers. I mean, it's been out for a little bit. I'm not going to spoil it for you since you haven't watched. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But wow, that was, it's legit Top Gear again, baby. I'm so excited to tell you that the boys are back in town. And that was, it was a, the best Grand Tour I've seen in a while. I will spoil one thing for you. Probably the funny, one of the funniest quotes Clarkson's ever said. And it, it does kind of circle it right back to Formula One. They found Kimi Raikkonen's winter job when he's off Formula One. They figured it out. You want to know what it is? So Clarkson says he must, it, one of these plow drivers in Finland must be Kimi Raikkonen because they're coming the other direction at him at Mach 12, coming down a mountain pass. The only logical explanation is that they must be Kimi Raikkonen. They're insane. They're driving on ice like crazy people. Clarkson goes, this must be Kimi. I mean, this must be Kimi's winter job. There's no other way. And I, I paused it. I paused the video and laughed out loud. And after rewind, I was like, yep, that was the fun. That's amazing quote. But yeah, that's a, that shows back. And that's a great one. The people of the village, a watch top gear, watch the grand tour, Nick, watch the grand tour. So we can maybe talk about it. We'll talk about it on when is our next race. Uh, the next race, I just had ESPN up real quick. The next race is Mexico. Let's go, Mexico, next week. Oh, is it a, is it a quick turn? It is uh, October 28th and the 30th. So the qualifying is going to be the 29th at 2 p.m. for me and 2 p.m. race on Sunday. Let's go. Damn it, I'm stepping to fly. Actually, I'm, I'm off. Let's go. So I'm actually going to watch this live. Woo, I'm hyped. I'm going to have to catch it a couple hours late. Let's go. Um, we'll get into Mexico in a little bit here. Um, but dude, also, I wanted to bring up, did you see how many fucking times they showed Brad Pitt on the fucking covered? I lost you there for a second. What? He's making an F1 movie. That's why. And here's what I wanted to bring up. Why? There's no script that could be better than what's actually happened. Dude, you can't write something that's cooler than this shit. This is, they're not going to be able to write something that's that's better and fake. That's like every F1 movie has been about something that's already happened. That was insane. Right. And he's going to write. He's going to write a script about something that hasn't happened. He's going to make something up. There's no way it can be as good as this shit. This is top tier entertainment. Am I right? Yeah, I was having to explain it to uh, a family member who's a non F1 fan. And she was like, well, what if what do you guys talk about if there's a, a bad race? Like, what do you talk about for an hour and a half if it's a bad race? It's like there's so much shit to talk about that goes on off track that we can do an hour and a half podcast without even mentioning the race. Exactly. And that's why I'm not even worried about the off season because there's still going to be shit going on. And even, oh, yeah. if a, even if there is a bad race, it's not even a bad race. There's always, always that some, that some, something happens at the end. Always. And even like, even like spa 2021, where yeah. like there were three laps. Under yeah. The I mean, we would have had at least an hour to talk about at that point. Yeah. We would have been pissed. Just exactly. Yeah, dude. Everyone is the most thrilling and most exciting entertainment. You can't make you can't make something up that's better, honestly. So that's I was just I I mean his movie I'll probably fuck I'll probably watch it. Shout out to Brad Pitt I'll probably watch the movie, but it's not going to be as good as right as, as the actual sport. Unless it's like a true story about like Max Verstappen or something, right? Which I don't, which I honestly don't know because it's so like under wraps. I guess they're telling us like, oh, we're not allowed to tell you anything. We actually don't know anything. 
which is weird. I figured they would want to like promote the movie while he's at the race, but I don't know. Like, so I'm excited. It's going to be fun though. I'm probably, I'm definitely going to watch it. I mean, especially yeah, if, we'll it's do- about, if it's about, yeah, we'll do it. We'll definitely do a review on it. Yeah. Hopefully it's terrible. So we can just make fun of it for the whole time. That would be ideal to make fun of Brad Pitt. I would love that. I know. I like Brad Pitt. Honestly, like he's probably one of my favorite actors. Yeah. He was great in Glorious Bastards. He was great in Fury. He's yeah, great. Dude. In- yeah. He's a dude. Fury was awesome. I love Fury. I know you love Fury. <laughs> I get bricked up just thinking about Fury. I was a okay. tank driver in the <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it's, that's your jam. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the entire freaking uh every tanker in freaking second cavalry regiment literally stood in line for hours to get into the uh premiere of that movie. I watched it on post. Dude, I, you probably all painted Fury on your fucking tanks, didn't you? Uh, so actually, I was on the four tank, and we so in tank companies, like if it's Apache company, then like all your tanks have A names. So like when I was in Delta company, my platoon was Donkey Punch, Dunkelvise, <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? What was the three tank? This this checks out. <laughs> Donkey Punch, Dunkelvise, and, and uh, Deja Deja Vu. And then, so we were weapons company, so we were the W company. So we were, so my, my four tank, which is a platoon sergeant, which is what I was on, was uh, War Daddy. I love in, it. In I honor fucking, of Brad, let's go. Let's go. Our, our lieutenant's tank, the one tank, was War Baby. I mean, yeah, you got that's, that's <laughs> perfect. That's amazing. Yeah, so that was inspired by that movie. So I mean, yeah, yeah, we you, I mean well, yeah, well, so yeah, we'll watch the Brad Pitt movie. We love Brad Pitt. <laughs> the three tanks in Fury, I always thought they were cool names. The three tanks was uh Ooh, is he gonna get it? We Fury, know one. Yep, obviously. We know, we know one, yeah. Uh Lucy Sue and Murder Inc. Man, you did get it. Wow, that's impressive, guy. That's impressive. Good job. Um, dude, I I DM'd Giselle Bunchin. Figured I should yeah. I should slide into her DMs. I said, "Oh, old Sue, old Sue was the four tank." I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I don't know. Out of the clouds, we should probably get back to the back to F1, huh? Dude, we got some questions from the village this time. Actually, you want to you want to go it. you want to go through some questions? Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so we got three questions this week from the village. Thank you, people. Uh, remember to email us all your questions at the village dot. <laughs> pod at gmail.com that's gonna be the email you could also hit our dms on instagram twitter anything like that um we'll respond to all our dms and we'll hit your questions on the pod um so we got first one here is gonna be from nick from michigan does lewis have a chance to win a race this season or does all his hope lean on next season with how he's performing now we just talked about this he, he can win i think yeah, he wins. that's I a thought. great good question good question nick and yes the answer my answer is yes he can win this year I think he wins at Yas Marina. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome, dude. My brother has a Yas Marina Blue M4. Yeah. Love Yas Marina. It's a great, great. I love Yas Marina. He <laughs> <laughs> saw track. Best pit lane of all time. Dude, it's so fun. It's always a night night race too. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love Yas. I mean, it starts at like dusk. Like the sun's very much out when it starts. Yeah. And then it. Dude, they have, to drive, gets... they have to drive directly into the sun for like nine laps or something. It's fantastic. They're literally blind going into a 200-mile-an-hour corner. I love it. Yeah. 
Um, so good question from Nick. Um, the answer is yes. So moving on, we got one from Mike. Uh, he didn't tell me where he's from. So cool, Mike. Let us know next time. You schmuck. Um, so he says, if you could see any current driver in another motorsport, who and what would it be? All right, that's a good question, Mike. My bad. I kind of like that. If I could see any current driver in another motorsport, who would it be? I'd like to see, I'd like to see Lewis or Max in like rally, rally racing. No, it's a waste of time. It's a different, it's a different principle. No, I'd like uh, to see, I'd like to see how their driving skills would translate. Like, cause they're, they're clear. They're quote unquote, the best drivers in the world. Right. I'd like to see how they translate. And that'd be kind of, it would be a great experiment. And I've seen sort of the same. They've sort of posted like you drive my thing and I'll drive yours. Like on YouTube, I've seen Lewis drive like a trophy truck or something. And the trophy truck driver will drive his Formula One car, and they like to kind of teach each other how it works. Oh yeah, this, I would love to see them in another motorsport. I mean, when Kimi raced in NASCAR, it was fucking awesome. I want to see Sebastian Vettel in a DTM car. Oh, that'd be fun. He would rip one, I think. I want to see him in a full body fucking Mercedes. Like that'd be so dope. Like a like a C class DTM. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be so cool. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Daniel Ricardo in NASCAR. Da- Danny said he won't do it. He says Oval scare him. Really? I mean, Ovals are fucking scary, bro. Ovals are <laughs> <Yeah>. really scary. <laughs> that's why, dude. That's why Kimmy's not doing ovals either. Oval, like I, oh, Kimmy's just doing the the roundy round or not the roundy round. He's doing the circle or the circuits. He's scared of ovals too. I think. Yeah, the question was pertaining to IndyCar, saying that, oh, Dan, you should just go drive for McLaren's Indy team. And he said, no, it will scare me. Yeah, Indy, yes. IndyCar is a completely different animal, though, than Formula One. It does, I don't even think it can compare. Even though they look very similar, it's not even close. They don't, really. Yeah. I mean, it's about half the horsepower. It's a lot smaller of a car. Yeah, it's like an F2 car, I think. They're all uh, Minardi chassis, actually. That's kind of cool that they're all the same chassis to kind of keep it more competitive. Yeah. Good question, Mike. That was kind of cool. Uh, we got one more. This is going to be from Tyler uh, in the UK. Yeah, baby. We got uh, some UK listeners. We actually got a lot of UK listeners. Shout out to you guys. Uh, who is the favorite to win next season, especially with Mercedes competing the way they are? Wow. We got a lot, of, a lot of hope for Mercedes next year. I think Red Bull is still the favorite. You think they're still the betting favorite? Yeah. Just after what we've seen from Mercedes this year, I mean, you know they're going to – like, we know – we know in our heads that, like, yes, they're going to improve, but we don't have any data to back that up by other than just knowing, hey, it's Mercedes and they're going to figure it out. They have the highest budget. I mean, right. we're all down cost cap, as everybody knows, but just, like, the amount of resources they have to figure it out, they're going to, but we don't have any data to back that up. Right. I mean, that makes sense. I think, I honestly think Mercedes is going to be a higher favorite than Ferrari, though. I don't think, dude, Ferrari's been, Ferrari's been trending down and Mercedes has been trending up. I just, I, I don't, I don't see how Ferrari, I mean, they're not going to, the car is very good. I think the team needs to change. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be the favorite to, I think they're not going to be right behind. Red Bull. 
Yeah, I think it's – I think McLaren's going to replace Ferrari next year. Ooh. You think DeVries is going to be that good? Mm, Norris will be. So you don't, think they, McLaren, you don't think McLaren has the constructors, though? You think one driver will be more competitive than a Ferrari driver? I think they'll take top three next year. That'd be awesome. I would love to see. I'd love – we need to see Lando – compete more for for wins we need to see him get his first fucking win honestly i mean you've seen how much zach brown has laid the found work for this to be a superpower team bringing google on board coca-cola yeah he's, used, getting, he's getting the bag british american tobacco yeah all he, companies sponsor that team now mm-hmm. i mean it's been sponsored by big names like they were vodafone which is verizon and now they're and then before that they were you know marlboro cigarettes which was also so. I mean, they've always been a team that brings in big money sponsors, but yeah, Zach Brown's really, really brought in a bunch of big names. Like we have Google and Coca Cola on that car. I mean, that's it's a lot of money right there. I don't know the math. I don't know how many billions, but that's got a big B on it. <laughs> and same with British American Tobacco. That's got a big. <laughs> Can't fight big tobacco, bro. It's they do what they want. <laughs> Who else is on that car? uh oxo or whatever that's that you see on it a lot that's Dude, a i'm just guy. i'm just annoyed with the google chrome rims they're it's they're the old, there's the only car on track just because it's got this fucking circle like it's the most annoying thing ever i hate it um dude so mexico next week though i want checo to win that's what Everyone- i want i'm making it i'm making a declaration right now here on the Village A podcast that I want Checo to win. I'm taking your declaration further and I'm announcing all of our listeners, you better be rooting for Checo. Yes. All, all the followers here on the Village A, we're going to want everyone to band together, like our tweet about Checo winning. We're going to do something. And if Checo wins, man, I don't even know. Nick will run around the street with his shirt off. I mean, he'll, he'll show his titties on the pod. I don't know. It'll get wild up in here. If Checo wins, we're going to Mexico next year. Dude, I'm down. I'm actually so that'd be so. We're gonna not. We're gonna skip Austin. We're going to Mexico next. If Chaco wins, we're doing it. All right, I like that. I like that. Do you want want a quick fact? Give me a fact. I like facts. The American flag at Dakota. Americas. The flagpole is taller than the Statue of Liberty. And it is the largest freestanding flag in the United States. Let's go. I mean, how do you get more American? It's taller than the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Bro, the Statue of Liberty is fucking huge. That flagpole's bigger. How, dude, how much bigger does it say? I, I don't remember. Dude, I, holy crap. Let me, do you, dude, how big is the flag? What was it? 70 by 150? Holy Shit. I mean, that's 70 foot by 150 foot American flag. They also had a giant Texas flag, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're the same size or if one was bigger than the other. They're probably in different time zones since they're so fucking big. They're huge. Dude, that's an awesome awesome fact. The the biggest American flag at Coda. I love that. I saw it from the highway the other day and I was like, when you see it in person, it's... Dude, it 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 was pretty funny. On cover like on coverage 
Martin Brundle, every like they panned you a couple times, and he actually said he's like, Yes, people, that is a real flag that is flying in the wind. It's like it's not CGI, that is a real American flag. And I was like, Of course it is, Martin. Like, we love American flags, we love flying the biggest fucking flag, <laughs> especially in Texas. Bigger, everything is bigger in Texas, isn't that right, Nick? That is true. And also you see like the because how windy it was. I was supposed to fly yesterday. My flight ended up canceling. Um, but uh, yeah, there's like a 25 mile an hour wind. Yeah, it probably was closer to 27, 28 over there. Dude, it was a, it was a, actually affecting the drivers. I I do remember a couple of, like Max over the radio. He said the wind Max. is. Yeah, Max was actually kind of frustrated and flustered with it because it was it was blustering. It was pushing the car around under braking in certain corners. It was ripping. So I was. It was kind of it was it was good. There was a lot of wind out there. Most importantly, it was a tailwind going into that first corner. So big. Yeah, it was reduction. affecting all the braking. Yeah, he was he was whining every single time he would brake. He's like he's pushing the car around into spots I don't want to be. <laughs> well, and then and then that portion where you know the the snake section, it was a crosswind. I love the snake section. I told you how much I love the snake section. Just two, three, four, five. I do also love how. It's way more of a, it's not just flat out through those corners. You have to downshift, you have to upshift. You're off the throttle, on the throttle. Like, that's a sick-ass section. Yeah, you really see the direction change of those cars. Yeah, the. I mean, I think they pull, like, two Gs each time they corner in, like, so, like, five different times in, like, less than a second, they're pulling two Gs. Like, that's cool. That's rad. And if you miss one of the apexes, the whole section, the whole sector is fucked. Is oh yeah, you could you could ruin your whole lap. That's why we love Coda people. That's why Coda is always going to deliver for us. Was this the first time it wasn't one from the front row? No, no, it was one from the front row. Never mind, I'm retarded. No, Carlos was on pole. Yeah, but it was one from the front row. Max was true. Yeah, so yeah, four of the last five races at Coda were one from pole. The other one was run one from the top row. You're right. So yeah, five of the last five were one from the top row. And Max was on, he was on the top row. He was P2. Damn. Of course he was. <laughs> um, I got, uh, it's pretty much, uh, it's no more questions from the village. So it is with some more questions, people. Those were some really good ones this week. Um, you got any, you got any random notes or anything? You got any other facts, Nick, before we talk about Mexico? Um, at this point, I'm surprised we've stayed on topic this much. Uh, Dude, we're doing pretty good this week, guys. I think our I think our formation lap got really good, um, really good reviews. We I think that one we stayed on topic. I think I re-listened to it. I think we were on topic for like I said initially like ninety four percent when I text my buddy, and he said, "Damn, that's pretty good." And then I re-listened. I was like, "Yeah, it's probably like eighty two percent on topic." <laughs> so I think we're doing good, and the people are responding. So I like they're they're we're getting more listens, more follows. Um, we're up to like 55 <laughs> followers now. So we're actually, we're ripping to the moon, baby. Keep us, keep us going. I think our best podcast, we were only on topic for about half of it. So that is true. Yeah. People, the people do that. We have gotten plenty of DMS that say they've never laughed harder when we are talking about random stuff that no one is expecting out of a formula one podcast, because all the other formula one podcasts are so buttoned up and fucking tightened it and straight laced. It's kind of annoying. So Village yeah, a, fuck Will. <laughs> That's that's yeah. Fuck them. We're that's we're yeah. We're against them. You're right. Fuck fuck big Formula One podcasts. <laughs> we're here for the people. The Village A. You know what it is like. 
formula like we we love to talk the way normal people talk about formula one that's why we started this thing because i heard one other like there's not many american formula one podcasts right so i heard one time on like fox sports radio they were talking about formula one and i literally had to turn it off after 30 seconds it was because every single thing they said was just wrong 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 and it was like man they've got all their notes from drive to survive from four years ago so me and Nick stepped up. We're like, no, we're going to talk about Formula One the people the way people want to talk about it. So, yeah, here you go. You're welcome. Keep following, though. We love it. Shout out to you people. Shout out to the village. Um, I think we're going to get into um, a little bit of Mexico now. Um, the last, last time we were in Mexico, it was probably one of the best images I think I've seen from Formula One. Checo getting held up by his team holding the Mexican flag and his dad underneath him, just bawling, just fucking crying in tears in Mexican tears, just crying tequila. I'm sure. And that was, that's a, that's a scene right there. When did he finish? I can't even remember. He finished P3, but on the podium, first Mexican ever to be on the podium in a Mexico, in a Mexican race. That's just cool shit. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And so I'm excited to see him again. And he's, I think much more competitive this year. I think if mm -hmm. he's P, I think I think if he's P anywhere close to Max, I think Max will honestly let him by. I think Max will let him take the win if he's if Max is one and Checo's two. Think understands the words "let him win." Dude, you know what it might be? <laughs> it might be like it might be like that the famous Ferrari picture of Michael and oh, tell me who it is before I fucking look so stupid. Schumacher and someone else, Pat, like literally finishing at the exact same time because Michael was gonna let him pass. And then he was like, nah, fuck that. So he floated again, and they literally passed at the exact same time. I think they did that on purpose. No, they did. They well, It wasn't, but like, I think over the radio, it was let him buy, let him, like, let him take the win. So he was like, all right, yeah, I'll let him take the win. And he let him, like, let him catch up. And he was like, then his driver instincts kicked in. He's like, no, fuck that. And he ripped it again. So they passed at the exact same time. I don't know who got the win. I could, I don't really want to look that up right now. It's, I feel like that'll. I'll Google something very wrong and I'll never get the right answer. So we'll hit you with that next podcast with who that was. But I think Max and Checo, I think it could be a bang, bang finish, like photo. Fin I think it could be another photo finish in Mexico, which would be sick. But you're right. Max probably doesn't know what let him buy means. I think they'll give Checo the number one strategy out of courtesy. That Yeah, I mean, that's kind of more to my point, less less idiotic of, of, a, of a point, I think. But yeah, that's kind of how I wanted to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Bud. But Max won last year. So he's the defending champion. Um, is Mexico going to be a good track for Mercedes? Do you think? Nope. Yeah, I don't think so either. Car doesn't have enough straight line speed. Um, the thing about Mexico is it's there's there's parts of it that are real tight and technical. And then there's parts of it that are like Monza. Where it's just long, open straights. So... Right. I think this is going to be a great track for Red Bull. I think this is going to be a great track for Williams. Um, finished with some decent points. I think the Aston Martins do well in tracks like this. The McLarens have been horrible in tracks like this damn for whatever reason. <laughs> so, I mean, it, we're hoping for a competitive race in Mexico. We're hoping for a Checo win. Um, honestly, I think it's very possible, though. I, I think it's in the cards for sure. I'd bet on it. I yeah, want to go you want me to look up odds real quick? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, let me do this. So we got our betting segment. 
Uh, I'm going to just say it's presented by BetMGM, just in hopes of a sponsorship or a cease and desist. Either or, good for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our sports betting segment is presented by BetMGM Colorado, and we're going to look up the Formula One stats for next race. Da, 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 da. Formula One. So let's see if they got a race winner. Race winner is Max Verstappen. He is the betting favorite at minus 145. It's always trash value for Max. That's actually not the worst value we've seen all season. Minus 145 is almost like you put 100 bucks on it, you can win 50. Like that's not the worst value. But damn it, that's almost a value enough that like makes me want to consider it. Like put 100 bucks on him to just in case. Um, but we'll keep going down the order. Tell me, tell me when you think something stands out at you, all right? We got good. We got really good value after that. Everyone else is plus money, so I'm definitely putting some coin down this week. Charles Leclerc is plus four hundred, P two, or he's second uh, favorite. Sergio Perez plus five hundred. That's Lewis, my bet. Yeah, lo, yep, Lewis Hamilton plus eight hundred. Carlos Sainz plus twelve hundred. Carlos. Yeah, Carlos is actually a pretty solid one too. But yeah, Carlos and Sergio, plus five hundred for Sergio, bro. That's great value for where he's at and where the the team's at. Already winning the constructors, Max already winning the drivers' championship. That they're gonna give. Value. They're gonna do it, hey, dude. They- this one we're gonna the village. A, we are gonna be right on this one. This one I'm feeling it, dude. Dude, I hate it when we we're so strong about something. We're always wrong. But Dude, if I if I put a hundred bucks on Max and a hundred bucks on Sergio, one of them is going to win, right? I mean, this is the race for them to win. They're they're bucks or win five hundred bucks. Exactly, and and the if I win with if Max wins, it'll cover seventy five percent of my other bet. If I put fifty bucks on Sergio, that'll win two hundred and fifty bucks. If I put a hundred bucks on Max, both sides pay for the other whoever wins. And if Sergio wins, I just make one hundred and fifty bucks. This is actually some good value here, people. I don't know if I'm gonna. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna put a hundred on Max because that's that's a lot. And I honestly, I genuinely think in my heart of hearts that Sergio is gonna win this race. I'm up at like fifty bucks on fifty bucks on each of them. That's that, solid. Play. Yeah, I think I think we got some good shit here, Billy J. Everyone else probably doesn't have a chance. George Russell is plus 2,000, but as you said, Mercedes isn't going to have it. Um, Carlos Seb, is the other. Dude, Seb plus 30,000. No, okay. that card is. Damn it. <laughs> he said Aston, maybe, isn't it? No, no. It's all at points, but. That's right. Seb got his 3,500 race laps led. We're good. <laughs> That's what he was talking about in his final tweet. There's more to be had. Two laps led is more to be had, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Seb, but that's all. It's I think that's all you're getting, baby. <laughs> right we'll off into the sunset. Um, you want to talk about 20... what's that? I said that's it, Seb. We'll see you in 2024. Yeah, honestly, I think we'll probably see him again. I think we'll see him again. Um, you want? Should we bet on qualifying this week? Qualifying is kind of scary. What do you mean? I don't know, because I feel like you just have you have to pick 
the fastest car, and it's it's going to be Max. It might be Checo. Dude, here we go. So you want some odds for qualifying? We got fantastic value. I just looked it. We're putting money on it. So Max qualifying winner plus one twenty five for Max Verstappen. Wow. Charles Leclerc also plus one twenty five. Carlos Sainz plus four fifty to win qualifying. Sergio Perez plus a thousand to win qualifying. All right, this is what we do. You take Max in qualifying. Plus 125. And, that's that's fantastic. You, Dude, I mean, that would be... I mean, that's just... I think we're going to make some money this weekend, Village. I mean, we've lost pretty much all of our bets. I think I've won a couple here and there. I'm definitely in the, in the red for this. I'm definitely in the red for this season. I might be the worst sports better of 2022. But this one, we're feeling our... This one, we're feeling good. Oop. What's that? I lost you there for a second. Looks like your camera fell. And I think Nick's gone. I think he just accidentally disconnected. Oh, there he is. <laughs> um, did, did Ricardo put you in the green for last year? Oh, yeah, baby. Plus, that plus 800. I couldn't ask for anything more than that. It, I was actually, I was definitely in the, in the black for last year with uh, Danny Ricardo and the Avs winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, cause I put, after we lost second round the season before I put, uh, I put a hundred bucks on him to win the Stanley cup. The, the second we lost that game to the blues, I was like, fuck that. This team is better. We're going to win next year. I mean, and so that cashed me, I think 1650, which was the, one of the biggest hits, of my illustrious betting career. Um, so those, that and Daniel Ricardo, that 800 pretty much covered all my, other stupid twenty to fifty dollar bets throughout the season. We have not hit those this year though, so we're really hoping, really hoping Checo, Checo is the hero this year. That'd be fantastic. That'd be a great time, a great end of the story of the Village A number one season. We couldn't ask for anything better for us to hit something big like that for you people. And so, if you guys, if anyone else wants to join in on the bat, hit us a shoot us a DM or send us your bet slip or something, and we'll start fucking setting out Twitters or Instagram stories with everyone that's on board with the Village A bets. If you wanna, if you want to uh, to head your bets with me or Nick, let us know who you're on. Let us know who you're on board with, and we'll fucking we'll retweet that. Cool. Let us know who's on board. Um, let's see. That's pretty much all the all the betting stuff. All the other bets are. We don't have a constructors for next year or drivers for next year yet. Um, actually, we might. Actually, we do. Drivers Championship 2023 just dropped. I thought it said 2022 without Max, but this one I just saw. It's Max Verstappen. Minus <laughs> <laughs> like wait. So this this was one of our questions, wasn't it? This is one of our uh, questions from the village. Is who's going to be the betting favorite? Let me look. Let me go back real quick. Question from the village. Um. Yeah, it's from Tyler and from Nick. Does Willows have a chance to win? Is Who is the favorite for next win next season with Mercedes competing the way? They are. So we'll give you BetMG. We'll give you MGM Grand's answer to those questions. Max Verstappen is going to be the champion next year. He's a betting favorite at minus 135. Lewis Hamilton, our guy. Lewis Hamilton coming in at in the second with in second with plus 300. That's a good bet. That's good value. Charles Leclerc plus 400, George Russell plus 1400. And then it kind of starts getting out of hand. Plus 16 for Carlos, 2200 for Sergio, and then 10,000 for Lando. 
not Lando's year next year, according to MGM Sports. That's tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's tough. That's bad for the bad for the brand. <laughs> so much though. But dude, Max Lewis at plus three hundred does not. I mean, he could he could scrape together a couple wins next year, I think, and I think. George Russell's honestly going to be more of an impact like they originally wanted. They wanted, what was, you, what was your funny quote you told me? We wanted you to um, drive like Valtteri, not crash like him. Did I say that? I think you told me that. I think, yeah, Toto was like, man, we wanted you to drive like Valtteri, not crash like him, which is funny. funny. I, I might have seen it on Twitter, but that's pretty funny. But So I think George will be competitive next year and kind of give Red Bull more of an issue like passing in the top three. You know, like having to, if someone's like behind a teammate, you're going to have some more issues getting past them. So yeah. I think it'll lose. Yeah, shit. At least we're going to, it looks, seems like the betting world thinks we're going to have a much more competitive season next year. I agree. I think uh, that's about all I have. That's pretty much it for me. I think we've been repping for just about an hour now. So yeah. that's going to do it for the Bill J uh, lap 11. We are just ripping through the season here. We got, let me see, what, three races left, bud? Mm-hmm. We got Mexico, Brazil, and Abu Dhabi. So we got three great races to finish off the season. We're fired up. I know you guys are fired up. So remember to follow us on Instagram at the Village J Podcast. On Twitter, the same thing, at the Village J Podcast. Email us all your questions. Um, and that's pretty much going to do it for, for Coda. Fucking love Coda, bro. Let's go. All right, so we will see you all next time, and that's going to do it. See ya. Thanks for the do it.